Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Quality Podcast. Episode 6? Are we actually on episode 6? Hey guys, welcome to episode 6. Holy crap. I didn't even realize that we were on episode 6. How fast did that go? I felt like I just made my first podcast like, you know, 24 hours ago. Welcome back to episode six of the quality podcast for everybody that's been here from the very beginning from episode one i love you i love you let's all get married all of us however many it is from episode one to episode six that you guys have been watching and listening let's all get married tomorrow i'm setting it up right now i'm gonna look up uh, a wedding venue that uh all however many thousands of us can get married at once Is that even a thing? Could you even do that? Could thousands of people get married? Okay, that doesn't answer any of my questions. 40 signs you should never get married. (laughs) I was looking up to see if you could actually get married by the thousands. And I don't mean like thousands of people getting married alongside each other. I mean like a thousand people getting married to each other at once. And now I... And now, the only article that came up was 40 signs you should never get married. What? How is this even an article? You just don't get married if you don't love the person. That's it. (laughs) You don't love the person, don't get married. Number one of 40. You you don't believe in it. If you... (laughs) If you don't believe in it, that that should be a sign from the from dating. If you're dating the person and you don't believe in the relationship, yeah, maybe you shouldn't get married at any point. Two, you want to save money. Wait, so you can't... I can't get married if I want to save money? I want to save money. 40 signs you should never get married. You want to save money. Okay, now hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to save money, so I can't get married ever? This is why you don't read these articles. This is why you don't go on WebMD, okay? Because you read stuff like this, and you're like, Oh my God, I'm dying! You don't feel like you need to prove your love. Again, these are like... It's like, these are just listed unnecessary titles of things underneath do you love the person yes or no <laughs> uh you, you don't ever want to brush your teeth that is a sign that you shouldn't be married you don't like using q tips that is a sign that you shouldn't get married <laughs> you never wanted to get married Forty signs you shouldn't get. Whoever wrote this article just half-assed it. They were just like, "Let me, oh, guys, I got nothing for today. I got nothing for today." Write, write some reasons why you you should never get married. Okay, I got five reasons. I, I need more. Uh, maybe the sixth one should be you never wanted to get married. Like, I don't even know what to say to that. That's so disappointing that an author actually published this article and that was one of their reasons why you shouldn't get married. You never wanted to get married. (laughs) 
You never wanted to get married. That's a reason why you shouldn't get married. You never wanted to get married. Sick. Sick, dude. You disagree with the definition of marriage. These are all just freaking things directly against marriage. It's just all the... You disagree with marriage? You don't like how marriage is spelt? That's a reason why you shouldn't get married. There shouldn't be an I-A-G-E. It should be marriage. M-A-R-R-A-G-E. If you dislike the spelling, don't get married. That's a reason. You don't want to mess with the whole last name thing. All right, I'm done with this article. GG's. See ya. Literally the worst article I've ever read. Ah. Hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. Uh, I'm having a great Sunday, by the way. Started really early. I woke up uh, at 3 a.m. Uh, and I woke up at 3 a.m. because I didn't go to sleep. So. 3 a.m. is when I started my day. Started my day at 3 a.m. Uh, no, I slept. I slept. Some It's so weird. My sleeping habits have be, become so, so, so messed up. <laughs> like, there's no saving my sleeping habits. It's either I'm up till 3, 4 a.m. working, and then I go to sleep, and then I wake up at, like, 1 o'clock the next day, or I wake up at 5 a.m., work until 6 p.m., and then pass out and never wake up until the next day. And that happens like every other day. That's how drastic that, that change is. Is it's either 3 a.m. go to sleep or 6 p.m. go to sleep. And I don't know how to fix it. I'm not a doctor. Can you even see a doctor about sleeping? Doctor, I've, uh, I've been really struggling. Oh, with what, Christian? Tell me, what, what, what's been going on with you? I'm really finding it hard to sleep. Oh, well, we can just diagnose you with insomnia. No, 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 no. Hold on. Before you do that, I can sleep. I just find it hard to sleep. Some days I go to bed at 6 p.m. Some days I go to bed at 3 a.m. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know what we can do for you uh, other than wish you the best. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with your future travels. I can't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been working on it. I've been honestly trying to figure it out. It's just my energies shift so much some days. Some days my energies are super high. Some days they're super low. And I guess that influences whether or not I go to bed at 3 a.m. or 6 p.m. I'm spilling all the tea today. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. I started off early. I finished editing a video. I uploaded a video. Um, mind you, that takes me hours. That's literally my entire morning. If I get up at 9 a.m., by the time I finish the edit, because the edits just take a long time, by the time I finish the edit and then upload, it's like 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then that's it for me. I'm exhausted. My eyes hurt. You know, I've been on a computer all morning. Um, I've also been performing. So imagine going on stage, doing theater, and then coming off the stage and editing the uh, the special. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts the brain. But I love it. <laughs> um, I posted a monologue on Instagram. Whoever is listening right now, I don't know if you guys saw it or if you have seen it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I posted a monologue to my Instagram. Um, I do monologues a lot just to keep uh, the acting chops sharp. I'll do like two or three a week. Um, some of them I record, some of them I don't. I actually record the majority of them um, because I like to 
watch back um, and pay closer attention to my performance and get deeper into the, you know, just all the different energies and emotions that are felt. So I record them and then I play them back. And then I'm literally sitting here looking in my folder of monologues and I'm like, should I just upload one of these? Like, should I just upload one of them to Instagram? No one's ever even seen me do anything dramatic or even vulnerable before. I'm like, let me just upload this. So I uploaded a monologue um, and the comments were unbelievable. I was so uh, overwhelmed by everyone's comments on, on the monologue. And there were people that were like, dude, I was, I was about to say I'm sorry about whatever happened to you. And then I realized you were doing a monologue. So the majority of people thought that actually something happened to me and that whatever I was talking about in the monologue pertained to my specific situation, which it didn't. And I had to like over clarify, like it was a monologue guys, everybody, everybody calm down. We can all go home. It's just a monologue, which was, which was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I literally just thought to upload it because I'm like, people haven't seen me do this. Um, it would be interesting to see your guys' response. Um, also, drama is my strongest suit. Comedy is great for me. I love it, but it's more personality, so it's it's fun. But uh, in terms of the arts, um, yeah, you should watch it. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on my Instagram. Um, it's the one with the thumbnail flipped upside down. I literally published... I published the video. I picked the thumbnail. The thumbnail was right side up before I uploaded the thumbnail. I uploaded the video. Or sorry, before I uploaded the video. Then I uploaded the video and all of a sudden the thumbnail was upside down. Instagram, what exactly are you guys doing? I love you. But my thumbnail is upside down and it's just it looks ridiculous. Because the video I thought was 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 done well. And then the thumbnail is just me upside down crying. Like, all right, we got a vampire crying on an Instagram feed, upset. No one's going to watch that. But yeah, so if you haven't seen it, enjoy it. Um, God, I, I miss, I miss doing that stuff. Um, I, I'm going to literally be only auditioning. That's literally going to be my entire life moving forward now is only focusing on acting full force. Freight train, full force ahead. So I'm happy that I posted that and that you guys enjoyed it because it just makes me even more excited about doing more and auditioning again and trying to, you know, actually get into bigger projects. Someone commented on, uh, someone commented on it. They were like, they tagged Euphoria. They tagged Euphoria and they were like, he needs to be on the show. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of it yet. I've only watched uh, the first three episodes. Uh, but I was laughing because... I auditioned for, for th uh, three different parts for the show. So I had actually gone in, in front of casting. Uh, and even I think, a uh, was it a producer or a director read one of them? I can't remember, but I had gone in for, for three different roles for Euphoria. I love the project. I think it's amazing. Uh, would be really exciting to work on. Um, but I didn't get it. Um, they expressed so much interest in me, which was good though. I like, they called me back in for multiple roles, which is always a good sign that they, they're always, you know, if, if they, if they enjoy a performance that you gave, but you didn't fit the role specifically that they're looking to fill, then they're like, okay, well, wait, can we work him in, in any other way? Or can we work her in, in any other way? It's a good thing. Um, 
but I didn't end up getting anything. But it, I thought it was just funny that someone commented that, you know, like that was one of the more recent projects. And it wasn't even that long ago. It was like half a year ago that they were casting the um, Euphoria. So it's like, it's funny that that is like one of the more recent bigger projects that I was going out for aggressively. And then someone commented, he needs to be on the show. This is funny. Um, but that's the kind of reactions I want. Is that. That's it. I just want those reactions. And yeah, I loved all of the, all of the comments. Um, so I've been hanging out. You know, I've been kicking it. I uploaded a mine. I played Minecraft for the first time like a few days ago. I immediately got addicted. I haven't been able to get off Minecraft. For those of you that don't game, I'm sorry for talking about gaming. You know, a lot of people are just like, ugh, gaming, ugh. But I, uh, I, uh, I downloaded Minecraft and I played it for like the first time and I was immediately addicted. It's much more relaxing than Fortnite or Call of Duty. Just saying. <laughs> it doesn't get my adrenaline pumping as much as those other games do. Um, so much fun. I even just recorded for fun of me playing it and I uploaded it to my main YouTube channel. If you guys have seen that, you know already. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's, it's so ridiculous, but I love it and I'm addicted and now I'm just trying to, I want to just take over Minecraft and build everything. God, I'm such a nerd. I do. I, I game so much. I game so much. People just don't even realize how much I game because I don't talk about it often. War of the Warcraft, Fortnite, RuneScape. Now Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto. Like, these are games that take over my life. But I literally uploaded the Minecraft video and people were like, Christian, please only do gaming from now on. Please only do this. And I'm like, ah. I like playing the games. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really created much gaming content. So I'm not like, I don't know if I really love it yet. But yeah, I guess I could make more. For you guys. God. Gaming is so much fun though. I know I know a lot of you guys probably don't game, but holy crap. Is it one of the best ways to waste all of your time? It's so good. Um So my brother played a show uh recently here in Los Angeles. He was uh just the guitarist for um for a live act and um he did great. He did great. Um, there were so many girlies out there watching him. Oh my, my brother's such a softie though. Such a softie. My brother's the type of guy that he won't, he won't kiss you. You know, if you're, if you're going on dates with him, he won't kiss you unless he feels like there's an actual connection. You know, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. That's actually normal. <laughs> I'm talking like it. that's like a downside. That's actually the normal thing to do. And then, you know, if you end up connecting with someone, then you can pursue them even more than just kissing them. But, um, yeah, no, now, nowadays it's just like you, you go on a date with somebody and uh, immediately it's like sex is an option. That's an option. It's like, wh hello, well, well, well. You're going to make sex an option on the first date? You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Jesus, we need you right now. Yeah, I don't I I could never understand how that worked, but 
Touche. To each their own. Um, so, like, I told my brother, you know, because he, he is in, like, we're both introverts. We're both definitely introverts. We do have extrovert qualities. You know, I do consider myself at times in certain moments that I'm an extrovert. Um, but we're introverts. And uh, uh, my brother more so than me. So, you know, I, I tell him, you know, you should go out, have fun, meet some people, go get on Tinder. Tinder's a great place, right? <laughs> hey, Tinder's a great... So, my brother goes ahead and makes a Tinder profile. I'm like, yeah, get out, go out there, meet people, you know? And hey, maybe, maybe you even find someone that you connect with, right? So, my brother installs the app. Um, he, he meets a few girls. Uh, I don't know where he's at with all of them. Uh, but, uh, but one of them specifically, you know, he matched with on Tinder. They, they hung out and, and my brother comes to me like this cause he's been hanging out with, with a couple of different girls. And there's this one that he met on Tinder that he matched with on Tinder and Tinder, Titter. I said, Titter, Titters. He matched with her on Tinder. And uh, he uh, he hung out with her one night and he told me like, he's like, well, after he got back, he's like, dude, you, you don't even know, like, bro, some weird shit just happened. And I'm like, and I'm like, what? Like, what? Did you guys like almost hook up? Was that weird? And he's like, nah, bro, some weird shit just happened. And I was like, what? This girl. And come on, like, eh, this kind of stuff, like, first of all, she's young. She's young. So why this is even uh why this is even, you know, in rotation in your brain blows my mind. But he's like, Yeah, dude, this oh she said, you know, she was telling me how she likes to get beat up during sex. <laughs> what? I'm like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Cause he was like about to keep talking and also like maybe try to, maybe try to, you know, brush it off a little bit. Cause that's how, that's how he is. He knows that there's some, like if something wrong or bad happens, he'll say it, but then he'll be like, Oh, you know, but, but I, but, and I'm like, no, no, no. You're telling me that this girl said to you that she likes to get beat up during sex. And he was like, yeah, you want to know what I said to him next? I said, uninstall the app. Uninstall Tinder immediately. It's like, oh man, no, but like, it, you know, we didn't, it didn't, we didn't talk about it even more. And then it kind of like, you know, it, it was one of those things that it was like kind of brushed off and we'd never, and then I'm like, uninstall the app. Let me see your phone. I'm going to uninstall the app for you. Like I said, my brother is the nicest guy. He is so soft. He moisturizes. He's so gentle. And then obviously he's in, you know, he's visiting me in LA and we're from Canada. We don't really have, we don't really have girls there that are like, I like to get beat up. It's like, whoa, uh, hello? No, 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 no. You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're clearly the, I don't know how the, how we're even standing next to each other right now. So he, 
There, there's nothing like that in Canada. Everybody's nice and everybody says a boot. That's it. That's all you get. He comes to LA. He goes on Tinder. One of the first girls that he matches with that happens to be younger than him. And he's like 20. He's 24. So 20 years old. That's pretty young to be saying some crazy shit like that. You know what I mean? That's fucked. That's ridiculous. And and if you feel that way, if that's the way that you feel inside and you're and you're able to vocalize that and say I like this, you need help. You need Jesus. Sweet Lord, baby Jesus, we need you. You need to go to church and you need to start seeing a therapist. Like I've, I've, I totally, totally feel for the people that I don't know what has happened in their life that they have to, you know, resort to such acts of ridiculousness. But come on. There has to be something in your brain somewhere, even if it's just a little tiny little that sparks and says, this might not be right. You know, don't, don't, don't tell me that there's nothing in your head that, that leans more towards the side of this is not right. You know what I mean? And if you don't, you're a psychopath. If you literally don't have any section of your brain that can justify something like that from being right or wrong. You need Jesus immediately. And that's not even a bad thing. That's a good thing. Find Jesus. So yeah, we're uninstalling the app together. We're having a, we're having a, an uninstalling Tinder party at my house. You're all invited. Everybody come to my house. We're uninstalling Tinder together. We're doing it. Uh, never again. Unless you're in Canada. Then maybe when we're in Canada, we can, you know, match with some with some people that um, can be more reasonable <laughs> with the things that they ask of people. Um, but yeah, holy shit. Roller coaster ride. I haven't been to a theme park in years. He told me that story. I was on a roller coaster ride for three hours. My mind was like, "What? Uh, I, how? What? Do you, how? Do, what? Do you, what am? I, how, does he? Is he supposed to not? Do you not? Do you not talk to the person ever again? You know, like do you just immediately set, you know create that distance? Because if someone, whether it's a girl or a guy, if someone said to me, "I like to get beat up," I'd say, "You need Jesus." Crap. Um, <laughs> I was with uh, Marcus Johns the other night. Um, we were, uh, he came by my brother's show and then we uh, ended up hanging out afterwards. Um, and we were just chatting, talking, gossiping, uh, as we do. No, we don't gossip. I don't ever gossip about anything. Literally nothing. I don't have anything to gossip about. And also, I don't give a shit about anything. I really don't care about anything. So people are like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? I'm like, dude, please stop. Immediately, I don't care. 
I do not care. So we were just chatting and, uh, <laughs> and we were telling stories and I was laughing because I'm like, wow, like there, I have so many stories and so many things that have happened to me that just so happen to be comedic. And Mark, Marcus has been trying to get me to do stand-up comedy forever. He's been, he's like, dude, go do stand-up comedy, please. And I'm like, I know, but I want to make sure that my material is, is perfect, perfect before I do it. Um, I want to feel good about, about doing it. Um, and I've always like in the back of my head, I've always had the idea of like, I should do stand-up. It's, I talk so much. Heck, you, you got to probably strangle me to get me off of this podcast. I'll be here for four hours talking if you guys don't kick me off. But we were telling stories and I was laughing because he was like, uh, uh, what's one of your, what's one of your funnier stories? And, uh, <laughs> oh man, I have tons. I was about to say, I was about to, to say one right now on the podcast, but I'm like, ah, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should save it. Um, <laughs> Um, I used to work at a at a sandwich shop. I don't know if I've ever said this. Probably I've said it. Uh, I used to work at uh, a place called California Sandwiches in Toronto. If you've never been, go. The greatest food of all time. Um, and working there made me love re- like the restaurant business, but also made me hate customer service. Anyone, to anyone listening right now that works a customer service job, I feel for you. I feel for you. Just know that I know what you're going through. Holy crap. You you don't you can't you can't not come across as many degenerates as you do than working at a customer in, in a customer service position. I worked uh I worked I did two jobs there. So when I started, um I did mainly the cash. I worked the cash. I took the orders, I called out, you know, the the orders over the microphone. Uh, I set up little bags. I pushed them down. Someone else took over. So we had a someone that worked the cashier, someone that that you know did it, <laughs> that cut the sandwiches when the sandwich maker would make them. They would put them on the counter. That person would cut it, wrap it, turn around, put it in the bag for the people. So I started at working the cash register, which is literally the worst position you could ever start working at is the cash, because that's where you have to directly deal with people, right? Like. Later on, I ended up working, uh, I ended up doing bagging, bagging the sandwiches and then handing them to the, to the customers. And then I also started to uh, uh, work in the kitchen. So I actually make the sandwiches and, and directly work with the people in the kitchen and not deal with anyone outside. But I started at the cash register and let me tell you, I wanted to end it all. I wanted so badly to just end it all. I've never been more disappointed in humanity than working as a cashier. The people that you meet and the questions that you get asked, baffling, baffling. I can't tell you how many times I wanted to end it all. I literally would, okay, so this is how our menu worked. Very simple. You walk into the restaurant. I'm standing there ready to greet you at the cash. Behind me is two menus. So it's an Italian sandwich shop. So your options are chicken, veal, steak, vegetarian, right? Eggplant or zucchini. That was it. 
That those were the sandwiches that you could pick from were those sandwiches. And how many is that? Five, six, veal, chicken, steak, veggie, zucchini, eggplant, six sandwiches. It's literally just six options on the, on the menu. Like, and they're in bold, bold writing to where you can't miss it. One of the menus says sandwiches at the top and the other menu, which is just as big as the sandwich menu says toppings, toppings, cheese, mushroom, onion, sweet pepper, vegetarian. And that is it for the menu. Hello? People would walk in, stare at me first for five seconds. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? They're like, good, good. And then stare at the menu for like 30 minutes, just looking at it. I'm like, hello? So are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me one second. Staring at the menu for 30 minutes. So I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's dissecting that shit. He's like, veal. Hmm, that could be pretty interesting. What could I do with veal? Veal and cheese? Veal, cheese, and mushroom? Hmm. How about the chicken? Chicken sounds good, too. I could just do a chicken with sweet cream. And I'm like, all right, this man is going to know his fucking order. He's going to know his order right off the bat. You can't spend that much time looking at a menu and then not know your order. It's, fit, it's actually impossible. My man, and this is several people, not even just one person. They would stare at the menu for so long, look at the sandwiches side for options, look at the topping side, and then look back at me and say, can I get a chicken with lettuce and tomato? And I'd say, what the fuck? What do you mean? I'm like, sir, we, we don't have lettuce and tomato. That's not a thing here. That's not even on the menu. And they'd be like, what do you mean you don't have lettuce and tomato? I'm like, sir, you just looked at the menu for 30 minutes. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean that I don't have lettuce and tomato? You see what the topping options are. What do you think? That menu just, that menu just has a back door to a secret underground compartment that opens up and there's lettuce and tomato as an option. Like what, what do you mean? Can you imagine, th this is how stupid this is, right? Like imagine this, this is it. Imagine me walking into a restaurant. I sit down at the restaurant, the waiter comes by and says, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, great, awesome, how about you? Great, thank you, here's a menu. Thank you for the menu. I sit there looking at the menu for 30 minutes. And let's just say I'm at a Mexican restaurant. Let's say I'm at a Mexican restaurant. I look at the menu for 30 minutes. The waiter comes back around and says, hey, have you decided? And I say, can I get a Big Mac combo? Supersize the fries with a large Coke? That's not even on the menu. That's not even on the menu. Can you imagine going to a restaurant, reading the menu, and then ordering something that's not on the menu? What do you, what do, you do from there? Like... What do you say to the person? I struggled the hardest because I always wanted to look at the person in the eyes and say, what are you, stupid? Are you stupid? <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Are you stupid? We have, the, the amount of options we have on the menu, you can count on your hand. 
How could you look at those few options and then tell me you want a chicken Subway sandwich with lettuce and tomato? You're not even at Subway. People would come in and say, can I get a, a turkey sub? I'm like, where, did, where is there turkey on the menu? Do you see turkey? Is there some, did they change it on me? Sometimes people would order things and then I would think, oh shit, there's turkey now? And I would turn around and look at the menu. And be like, oh, there's, where did, oh no, there is no turkey. We've never had turkey and we've never did subs, a sub sandwich. Holy shit. <laughs> I wanted to end it all. People would come in to the restaurant, eat the entire sandwich, right? Like they would, they would eat the entire sandwich and maybe leave like a, a few inches left of it. And then bring it back to the counter and say, I didn't like it. I'm like, you fuck, mother, mother frucker. You, you ate the whole sandwich. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you can't, <laughs> you, you can't order something off the menu, eat the entire meal and then say, I don't, I didn't like it. I want my money back. You ate it all. You ate everything. How, how much did you not like it? Because you ate it all. You ate the entire freaking meal. At that point, I just tell people, I'd be like, listen, you have to leave. You have to turn around and walk out. Just leave. I, I can't deal with this right now. Like I have other customers that are here that are hungry. They're good customers. They want to eat. Let me serve them. And then you get people. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Sir, you ate the whole thing. You ate the entire sandwich. Yeah, but I didn't like it. So what do you, I don't understand what you want me to do. It's a service. You pay me. I make you a sandwich. You eat the sandwich. That's it. If you eat the entire sandwich, that's, that's the service done. You paid me in exchange to fill your belly. Holy crap. People are stupid. So stupid. And all for like $6. You know what I mean? Like you're paying $6 for a meal. You're going to cheap out over $6. People would come in and they'd be like the base sandwich. The base sandwich was like, was like five or six bucks, whatever it was. And then with toppings, cheese was like, cheese was a dollar. Mushrooms was 75 cents. Onions was 75 cents, whatever the, I can't remember what the prices were, but people would complain over 75 cents. I'm like, dude, why are you even eating? Don't eat if you're complaining over 75 cents. It sounds like you really can't afford to eat right now. 75 cents. I get it if it was like an extra $5. If it's like, yeah, you're going to end up spending $15 over 10, right? Then it's like, that's kind of a lot of money. You could probably eat somewhere else for, for maybe less than $10. But people would be like, can I get uh, a sandwich with cheese and mushroom? And then the toppings would add up to like $1.50. And they'd be like, a dollar $1.50? I mean, you're spending $6 on the sandwich. It's just $1.50 if you want to add more. You don't have to add more. And they would try to bargain with me. Come on. Come on. At least do like a dollar. I'm like, sir, this is a, a you know a franchise. Like I can't, I don't own the restaurant. I can't, I can't barter with you on the prices of the toppings. Holy crap. End it all. End it all. End it all.
um, I, I, I always look back at that and wonder how I managed to stay sane. Like anyone else working that would have gone insane. I almost went insane. I actually almost did. I used to talk to my mom all the time being like, holy crap, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot work customer service anymore. I, I, my IQ is too high. I have a 7,000 IQ. I can't be here. It, it hurts my brain. And my mom would be like, just stick it out. You got it, okay? Just, just believe in yourself. Keep, and I'm like, I believe in myself, damn it. That's not the point. I believe in myself. I just can't handle 0.3 IQ. I can't be in the same room as it. It hurts my head. Yeah, it was. We were just talking about when I was with Marcus Johns. We were just talking about all of these, all of these just different things that I feel so strongly about and have such passionate stories. And he's like, "Do stand up, please. Would you guys come to see me do stand up if I came to your city and I was like, I'm gonna be there tomorrow night doing stand up. Come through. Would you guys come? If you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below because that's the easiest way that I'm gonna see it." If not, tweet at me, comment on my Instagram, something. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, shit, what was I going to say? My tea is already cold. Now it's iced tea. That could have been really bad. I just hiccuped while I was sipping, but I hiccuped right before I actually sipped. Because if I would have already had the tea coming in my mouth and hiccuped, I would have choked on the podcast. Um, guys, announcement. The quality merch is here. The quality merch has dropped. It is live. It's out right now. You guys can get yourself. Jo join the quality club, okay? We're the highest quality people. We have 7,000 IQs. Everything that we do is the highest quality. And the only way... To represent that is to wear quality club. That that means that our crew is going to be seen worldwide. People are going to see that and be like, the oh my God, that person's in the quality club. And their leader is Christian Del Grasso. <laughs> but yeah, guys, the merch has dropped. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, the link is in the description down below. You can get yourself a piece of merch immediately. Um, if you're listening to uh, the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, fanjoy.co slash Christian, F-A-N-J-O-Y dot C-O slash my name, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. You type that in on your phone, your laptop, your computer, your virtual reality set, you'll get to the merch website. You can get yourself a piece of the quality merch. Also, guys, these have been selling like hotcakes, and I don't know if it's because um, it was recommended by you guys. I released the cringe protector blankets, which is the only way that us quality people can protect ourselves from cringe. You need the blanket. If you're exposed, you get hit by the cringe full force. If you're wrapped in the quinge, the quinge, quinge. If you're wrapped in the cringe protector blanket, you're safe. I've literally been sleeping with this thing. It is so soft, so comfortable. And even in my sleep, I'm protected by cringe. When I got my quality shirt on, my quality club, and my cringe protector wrapped around my body, I'm safe. 
and I can go about my day and know that I'm safe and I'm a part of the highest quality crew with 7,000 IQs. Yeah, guys, fanjoy.co slash Christian, F-A-N-J-O-Y dot C-O slash C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. You can get yourself in a piece of the merch and join the quality club because it's official. It's freaking official. I'm spilling all the tea today. Um, also, guys, for people listening to this podcast, uh, if you're listening everywhere, um, the podcast is on Spotify, so make sure you follow on Spotify. It is on Apple Podcasts, so make sure you subscribe. Leave a review. Your guys' reviews are so sexual. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to watch me do the podcast, and also it's on SoundCloud. If you're not paying for any subscription-based platforms, you can watch it on SoundCloud for free. Absolutely free. You just click it and you listen. Um, so I, uh, I've, been, I've been wanting to get back into the gym because I'm so disappointed in, my, in myself and in my body. Um, because I used to be an animal. I used to be a beast. So I've been, I've been getting back in the gym. I've been running. I have my infrared sauna at my house, which has been amazing. Uh, infrared saunas, by the way, are one of the greatest creations on the planet. Um, the statistics, what was it? You burn up to, up to 800 calories in 30 to 45 minutes of sitting in an infrared sauna. It heats your body directly. Whereas, um, um, regular, um, charcoal saunas, or steam rooms uh, heat your body indirectly, so your body actually the temperature of your body actually heats directly, and your heart um, your heart rate speeds up naturally. So you're burning calories. You sweat so much in there. I come out of there, and I'm drenched from head to toe. Like if you saw me, uh, if, if you're like, hey, quit. If you just saw me randomly, and I and I and, and I walked up to you as sweaty as I was, you'd be like, oh, hey, Christian, where'd you just go swimming? There's not even a pool around here. And I'd be like, oh no, I didn't swim. I was uh, sweating. This is all sweat. I come out of there and my underwears are dry. <laughs> my underwears are soaked. They're heavy. I come out of there and my underwears are heavy with sweat. It's like you dip them in a bucket of water. Is that too much information? <laughs> I feel like some of you guys listening are like, whoa, Christian, too much information. Too much information. Settle down. Hold your horses. Um... Yeah, but I've been trying to just really lean out. You know, I I used to only care about uh, bodybuilding and and putting on mass and trying to you know gain as much weight as possible and be thick and be an animal. But now I'm obviously like I'm I'm not really into that that much as I used to be. Um, I also don't want to just be like a meathead. You know, I don't want to just be this big like walking around. It's just it's so unnecessary. Um, unless you're a power lifter and unless you're competing. If you're competing and you're and you're you know that's your thing, sick, do that. Um. But for me, it's just about like looking good and feeling good and, and also overall health. So I've been working out and I've been struggling. I am so hurt. My feelings are so hurt. I'm working back to be able to do the things I used to do. You know, you know, when you haven't done something in so long and then you go back to do it and you're just terrible at it and you're like, oh, that hurts my soul. My soul is bleeding out. That's how I feel now with the gym. Um, but yeah, I've been excited about it. I want to create like a transformation thing too, you know, like obviously, and even just for me, not the whole transformation trends. Let's release it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Here's my transformation. Like that's cool. Like release your transformation, but now it's a trend. So now everyone's just doing it because everyone does it. It's not even about like inspiring or just overall, you know, uh, <laughs> 
it's just not even about health anymore it's just about like let me just let me just get the views dude and let me just see how many people i can make go oh my god you're so awesome oh my god you're so amazing feed the ego why don't you yeah so i'm saying i might not even release my transformation pictures or video even if i make it just saying but i want to make it so that i can see you know because like i still look in the mirror and think oh you know yeah i'm still in good shape i'm still in great shape but then i also think if my actual self from back then got to see myself now, I'm sure that I would be like, that guy's not in shape. He is so out of, out of, out of shape. <laughs> he is so out of shape, he's unbelievable. Um, fitness is like obviously such a, a, such a beneficial thing um, for you, um, your overall health, your overall well-being, your, your mental sanity. I've noticed that working out has helped a lot with my anxiety and my depression. Um, it's a it's a good thing. You come out of there if you push heavy weights or you just run. Try sprinting. I have so much like anger built up in me from like so many random situations that if you put me on a treadmill, I'm just sprinting for thirty minutes straight because I'm just like, <laughs> just I, I have so the anger turns into energy. The energy turns into fuel for my overall health and my soul. And then you leave there and you're like, wow, I feel less anxious. I feel less uptight. I feel more alive. The only problem is the routine. You got to get yourself in the routine again. And that's it. Some people suck with routines. I'm one of them. Like I will only be in routine with things that I, that I see are providing me the best results possible. And I guess that's a really crappy way to look at things because it's like, if things don't give you the best results, do you stop pursuing them? But then also it's like, wait, but then maybe you should stop pursuing things that aren't giving you the best results. But I'm not talking about health and fitness. That is something that you pursue no matter what. Okay? Listen to me, Christian Delaflago. I'm a fitness expert. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, I, yeah, there's, there's moments where I look in the mirror and I just, and I, and like, because I have so many pictures of me like four or five years ago when I was cranking the gym and I could easily relate myself to something, there'll be moments where I look in the mirror and I'm like, mm, you're ugly. You are ugly. And it hurts me. It hurts me. It's not even like someone else is calling me ugly. I'm calling myself ugly, which hurts even more. You know? I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, what happened to you? <laughs> you used to be you used to be such a charming young man, and now you're just ugly. What are you going to do now, Christian? Are you going to face your fears? Are you going to face your anxieties? Are you going to take the gym by storm? And I have. Because you can only call yourself ugly so many times in the mirror before you're like, I need to make a change. And that's how it should be. You make the change. You see something not working, you make the change. You think you know what you're doing, but you really don't. Make the change so you learn. Oh my God. That's one of the biggest struggles that I've been facing. This is, this is real shit. Is, um, I can't even tell you guys the amount of stuff that I've gone through. But I can list... I can list the most generic things that I know off the top of my head that I see to be valuable and, and, and create 
a, a wise aspect to the person that I am is since I started social media five years ago, I've accumulated over 5 billion views. Okay. Um, I've created over 3,500 videos, which is that's fucked. I've made over 3,500 videos that I've written, starred in, directed, produced. I've done everything. I, did I say produced? Produced it. Produced them. Produced. I've worked with Fox on feature film. I've done f four other feature films. I've worked with a Luc Besson produced company that I did a series for. Worked with Kevin Hart. I've I've. Worked with literally the largest brands all around the world, creating very successful. So, like, they're they're when you do things right in your life, you you accumulate wisdom. You don't accumulate knowledge. Knowledge you accumulate knowledge from listening, reading, doing all of that stuff. You accumulate wisdom from experiences, right? That's what wisdom is. Wisdom is experience. Knowledge is learning. Wisdom is stuff that you could only understand or even begin to begin to touch on if you've experienced it right my problem is i have so much wisdom and i'm always so open to helping people but because and this is my fault because i've created such a welcoming uh energy ab about myself people just look at me like i'm an average guy people just look at me like oh it's just christian you know so they don't take you so they don't take you seriously when you talk about things that are you know actually matter and are is and real valid advice um which is annoying cuz i always get people that ask me for help and it's and it's the people that ask me for help advice um those are the people that are willing to listen right cuz they're asking you they're going out of their way to call you to ask you those are the people i like talking to because they want to learn. And if you want to, and if you're calling me to ask me about something, it's because you know what I have to offer. You know the advice that I can give you. And I will give you real advice, not the sugar-coated stuff, the real advice. Um, and then it's the people that don't ask, but they're around you and they clearly don't know, <laughs> they clearly don't know as much as you do, but then they also want to, they also want to know, but don't want to admit that they want to know things because that would damage their ego. Right? Like these are just facts. And I don't even I don't even ever talk about anything. I never even talk about my accomplishments or things I'm working on or, or things that I've done in the past. The only time I ever feel like I have to talk about things is when I have to tell somebody, hey, this is why what I'm saying is valid is because of this, X, Y, and Z. You know, facts. Not like, oh, I know because I read it in a book, or no, because I watched a TED talk, or because I watched a vlog. You know what I mean? I don't even know where I'm going with that, but that's just facts. Uh, that's something that I struggle with is that like, I'm so open and such a friendly person to everybody that they just feel like I'm a, I'm like in, in the mental, a very relatable average guy, you know, but deep down I've gone through so much and I have a lot to say, a lot of, a lot of, I have a lot of information that can be very useful to people whether it's in business or in life, right? If anyone needs any advice, give me a, <laughs> give me a call. You can call me. Um, 
yeah, I love, I love seeing, I, what, what I love to see is, and even for me, I'm not even just speaking about me helping people. I go to people for advice and to learn, right? Like there's businesses that I'm working on that, uh, the people that I'm working with, my partners are very knowledgeable. These guys have built, you know, millions, multi-million dollar companies. You know, that's something that I haven't really, that I haven't done. I haven't created and built a company that has generated millions or even sold for millions. Um, so that's, those are areas that I need to, to listen to people that are more wise than me, which doesn't mean that they're better than me. It just means that they have more wisdom, which is based on experience, which is the most valuable advice or uh, which is the most valuable advice you could learn or, or get from somebody is someone that has, is wise about things. Um, so yeah, like I listen to these guys all the time. I I feel great when I listen to people, even if it's something that I don't want to hear, right? Sometimes the greatest advice is the stuff that you don't want to hear, but that's the stuff you need to listen to and you need to learn and you need to live by is those things. If you, if, if you want to do what you want to do, if not, don't do it. So yeah, like my business advisors, you know, they'll tell me things. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even know that. And then sometimes I'll give my opinion and they'll tell me, hey, no, that's not how this works. And I'm like, all right, you're right, because you must know more than me based on facts. It's just based on what you've done. That's when you can get to give people advice. And hey, if it's life advice, you know, if like you have like a huge repertoire of experiences and things that you've gone through in life that you can actually speak on and touch on and it's coming from a real place of experience, you can talk about those things. But you can't talk, but you can't go out here and preach stuff that you've read in a book. You know what I mean? Because now you're taking someone else's wisdom and regurgitating the knowledge you've accumulated from the book to just spew that on somebody else. And you don't even really deeply down, deep down understand what you're saying. <laughs> anyway. Don't ever bite the hand that feeds. That's the main point, right? If you got someone that's willing to devote time into helping you with whatever it is that you have going on, don't bite the hand that feeds. That's just it. Um, yeah, I don't talk about things that I don't know and I, the things I know, I don't talk about unless I'm asked. I talk very little. Unless we're on the podcast, of course. Well, holy crap. Um, yeah, there's, there's, do you ever like, do you ever feel so over, like overwhelmed with like so many different scenarios that you have to kind of start to hyper-focus one thing? Does that make sense? I have so many different things going on in my head that I'm like, all right, I'm hyper-focusing two things. And then I'm learning that now that's the right thing to do, right? Because obviously there's so many things that we can do. We All of our interests, we have so many interests. We can want to do everything if we can. And if you're able to, to stick through it and do it all mentally and it doesn't harm you at all, doesn't bother your soul, do it. Heck yeah. I, I'm all for you. But for me, it's like there's so many things that I could do <laughs> or could be doing constantly. But I'm like, I have to, I've been starting to angle myself to only focus on specific things. And then everything else can wait or can be rescheduled for a better time. The podcast is one of them. It's one of the things that I like and I'm enjoying. And I'm like, hey, prioritize this shit. 
because I like sitting here and talking to you guys. It's fun. Um, and also your reviews are amazing. Your comments on the YouTube videos are amazing and so much fun. I literally read and reply to all of them. You can go and see. I actually do that. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is like a, a whole other awesome side of me that you guys get to experience that I could only give to you through this microphone, you know, because in my daily life, nobody sees me. I do my own thing. I write, I produce things. I work on stuff. I'm building com my company. I'm doing a bunch of other things, but like this is just a whole other side of me that you get to experience that no one else would see. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, and I like talking about it. Um, but yeah, um, guys, that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. I am going to be posting this week, a midweek podcast for you guys. It's going to go up on, um, uh, Thursday. So stay tuned from now on. I will be uploading a podcast every Thursday and every Sunday. So on the weekend, you guys get a little bit more of me and during the week, uh, throughout whatever your busy schedules are. If you have, you know, hours or stuff to kill, whether you're commuting or you have a long lunch break or you have a day off or whatever it is that opens up your time that you can listen and enjoy another podcast, I'm creating it for you. Thursday. Um, but yeah, guys, I love everybody that has been tuning in and, and just everybody else. <laughs> I love everybody that has only been tuning into the podcast. Everyone else, I hate you. Just kidding. That's not true. Um, I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts because I love the reviews. I've been reading and posting about a lot of them. Um, SoundCloud, if you want to listen for free, you can listen there. And also make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you uh, want to get those notifications and also get to watch me in person, you can do so. And also comment down below. You can get to comment with me real time on my podcast. Um, join the quality club, fanjoy.co slash Christian. T-shirts, hoodies, and the cringe protector blankets are out. And also, I have a few other things, not going to spoil anything, that are going to be coming out under the Quality Club merch. It's going to be pretty sick. Love you guys. I will see you on Thursday. Have an amazing beginning of your week. And stick it out for Thursday because I'll just make your week even better always. <laughs> Love you guys. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.